Well, hello, hello. How are you doing? How are you doing? This is the S. Anthony Thomas. This is the S. Anthony Says Podcast, episode number 433, and I am back. You're damn right. And it's been a while. We've been on a little bit of a hiatus. So let's not do a long preamble, man. Let's just get right to it. I just want to say thank you for missing me. Thank you for wanting me to come back. And thank you to everybody that's listening to me right now. Yes, I'm going to be back for a while. There won't be a hiatus after this for quite a while. Why? Because I miss you bastards. Now let's talk about what we wanted to talk about, what I wanted to talk about, and what I want you to, to hear from me, my friends. Now we all saw Will Smith coming on, apologizing to Chris Rock, you know, and then apologizing. Oh, he apologized. He did so good. And yet sometimes you apologize, and no matter how you do the apology, it's going to be kind of lame when you do the apology. Like I got carjacked and the guy apologized in court. I'm so sorry. I put a gun to your head and almost viciously murdered you for a car. That was yours. That's not mine. Oh, that's all right. No, I'm not going to, I don't want his stupid apology. I want his punk ass in jail. Now I'm not saying that Will Smith deserved to be in jail for giving Chris Rock a pimp slap, but sometimes the apology is just, I, it's something that you just need to do because it's the right thing to do. And no matter how you do it, it, it kind of sounds lame no matter what. Right. And sometimes. I mean, I've had to apologize to people for doing things, not a lot. Cause I, I tend not to do really, really dumb things for the most part. But when I apologize, I apologize as sincerely as possible and correct the behavior. We won't know whether or not Will Smith's apology is a sincere one unless he goes a while without slapping comedians. <laughs> and I want to say I'm a big Will Smith fan because, well, we grew up in the same area and I don't want him smacking me. <laughs> I got to protect myself. F y'all back to what I was saying. But what happened was he went on the stage and he thought he was winning when he slapped Chris Rock. Right. He walked up, he slapped him, pow, and walked off and sat down triumphant. I won that when I protected my wife. I won this situation. How many years of my band? Oh, no, you didn't win the situation. You thought you were winning, but you were actually losing. He thought he was winning, but he was actually losing. Another thing when you think about it is when you see all the people that were uh, there were people that were congratulating him. Oh, that's how you do it. That's how you protect your woman. I've been in a situation where someone said something that was uh, I could deem to be disrespectful to a woman I was with at the time. But I was smart enough to know not to go up and punch the dude in the face. Why? Because if I crack the dude in the mouth, I'm going to jail. Right. All he had to do, because I know I don't know Chris Rock, but I know people that know Chris Rock. I know people that are good friends of his. And from what I understand, he's a nice enough guy where if Will Smith had walked up to him after the show and said, yo, man, Chris, man, look, you know, Jada has alopecia, man. I don't know if you know this, man. And when you said that, it really kind of sunk into a heart and hurt her feelings. Whoop, 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 whoop. He's worked with Will Smith. He's worked with Jada Pink. And I know he skewered him in some jokes, but that's kind of what, you know, he does. And I'm sure, from what I understand, he's a nice enough guy where he would have apologized to her. He might even have put out a social media post and all that kind of stuff. And then what happens? You still protect your lady. But you get to go to the Oscars sometime within the next decade. And you don't lose out on roles. It really didn't matter because he just signed one of the biggest contracts ever. So he's going to be fine. And also, he probably has hundreds of millions of dollars in the bank. So let's let's not cry here. But you know what I'm saying, right? 
But when he went up on that stage and gave him the pimp smack, he thought he was winner. Yeah. And then he started cursing. You keep my wife's name. Thought he was doing something. But as it turns out, look what happened. And you don't have to be an international movie star and an icon and a, a rapper or anything like that. You don't have to be like that to think you're winning when you're actually losing. And sometimes we're actually losing when we think we're winning. And we've all been there. You don't find out about it until afterwards. But you know what I'm talking about. And sometimes, sometimes you don't even know. I was having some, uh, getting a grub with a buddy of mine. And there was an acquaintance that we had. And everybody, he was a very charming guy. But he was a bit of a scammerholic, if you understand what I'm saying. Nothing super big, but he was a bit of a scammer, a bit of a liar, a bit of a fibber. And he seemed to always get his way. And my friend was sitting there just ticked off. S, man, S. I man, I don't hate the dude or nothing like that, but I'm having a hard time and everything. And he always wins, man. He always seems to be getting his way, man. Every time he wants something, he winds up getting it. He keeps getting his way. And I looked at my friend and I was a little bit confused because from my perspective, I also know the, well, the guy well as well as he does. But I know he's a scamathon, a scamaholic, a trickster, a big, the word rhymes with Meyer. I'll just say the word liar. And does he get what he wants? Yes. But guess what? The things that he wants are crap. Yeah, he got that thing he was going after. But the thing he was going after sucked. Yeah, he went after this. Sometimes when a person wants little tiny things and doesn't want to have a better life to improve themselves, they're happy being right where they are, even if where they are sucks. Yeah, they'll get what they want. But the things that they want are crap. He's in a relationship. He wanted that woman so badly, but the woman he wanted doesn't really like him. She settled for him, settled for him, settled for his punk ass. Right? And she treats him like garbage, which is appropriate, let's be honest. So he got the woman he wanted, but the woman he got didn't really like him that much. She settled for his punk ass. Is that what you want to be with a woman that thinks she's settled for your punk ass? What about that time he wanted to get that thing and he got that thing that he wanted? Yeah, but the thing he wanted sucked. You can't always be jealous of somebody because you think they're winning. This guy wasn't winning in life. He lived in a crappy place. He was in a crappy relationship. His health wasn't exactly the best. Most people who knew him kind of gave him the smile. But see, soon as he walked away, they all looked at each other and they, they gave the knowing nod of that guy sucks. So he thinks he's winning. Everybody smiles when they come in. No, they smile when you leave. And I'm sitting there going, but you got a great girlfriend. You're in great shape. You're making a good living. I know sometimes it's a little harder to get from point A to point B, but that's because the things you want, my brother, talking to my friend, the things you want, my brother, talking to my friend, the things you want, my brother, are big. You're constantly growing and expanding. You're constantly trying to be better. You're constantly trying to help the people that are around you. So it's going to be more difficult for you to do the things you want because you're living on a higher plane. You're trying to do bigger things. You can't compare yourself to that guy over there. If you're a brain surgeon, you don't compare yourself to the kid that's cutting up a frog in ninth grade. It's not the same thing. So he thinks that guy's winning, but the guy and the guy thinks he's winning, but the guy's actually losing and he doesn't even realize he's losing.
right? So let's not get it confused. Let's not get it confused. I see that all the time. You know what? You know you do too. So don't let that fool you, right? Now, how many people, how many of you guys, I know you can't actually ask answer this question because, you know, you won't be hearing this until tomorrow. <laughs> but, but have you, have you just met someone that you know for a fact is just screwing everything up and they think they got something over on you? They're looking at you and they're looking at you like, <laughs> I'm better than that guy. And you're looking at him like, why does this guy think he's better than me? I mean, I don't like, I'm not in the situation where I like to think of myself as better than someone else in the beginning, but I definitely, I'm not going to, you know, put somebody down. I'm not going to put myself down. What's, what, the, what the heck is wrong with this guy? There was a guy in the comedy club and we kind of looked alike, but he was about five years older than me. So he looked like an older brother to me and he had been doing comedy a little bit longer than me, Right. So he was always comparing himself to me, right? And he was a little better at the time. So as I advanced and got better, he was also getting better at the same rate. But obviously he had a five or six year head start on me. So he was always putting me down, always playing stupid games, always being condescending. He thought he was winning the race to excellence. He thought he was winning the race. There was one problem. He was so busy concentrating on me, trying to be better than me, that he didn't pay as much attention to making himself the best that he could be. I didn't really pay much attention to him. I just avoided him. So now all of a sudden he's thinking he's better than me and I'm going to other places to perform where he's not because I don't want to see his stupid face. And meanwhile, I'm getting better and 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 better. And one day we're on the same show. He hadn't seen me in about a year. But in that year, I had started going up to New York and hitting the stages hard. I started going to D.C. and hitting the stages hard. I started going to Baltimore and hitting the stages hard. I was doing shows at bars during the middle of the week. I was purposely putting myself on stage in horrible situations so there would be nothing that could knock me off my square at any point in time. He hadn't seen me in a while and he was so busy thinking I'm better than that punk ass kid. But the 18 year old that you saw was not the 19, almost 20 year old that came back. So he's on the show and he has no idea what happened to me. He doesn't realize it's a different animal now. And he's looking at me. He's giving me, he's trying to, you know, kind of big brothering me in a condescending way. And I'm looking at him like, <laughs> you just don't know, sir. He thinks he's winning. Yeah, you know, uh, I know you don't want to go after me, kid. So, you know, I'm going to let you go on first. You know what I mean? I mean, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I'm looking at the guy and I'm going, You haven't seen me, but I've seen you. I purposely went someplace where he was performing because I wanted to watch him to see what his act was like. He didn't know I was there. He hadn't changed much. He hadn't improved much. I wasn't even the same animal. You know what I mean? No, 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 what? no I moved the kid to right before me. You know what I mean? I mean, <laughs> it's a buck a yuck show. Six comics, six bucks. 
He thinks I'm going to go on and do pretty good. And then he's going to come on after me and just rip the joint up. And it's going to be great. And it's going to be great. Then he can come on after the show. Hey, nice job, kid. Condescending head rub. But that's not what happened. He's sitting in the back watching me. He got this look on his face like, uh, he's, he was, you know, he's pretty good. He's going to be pretty good. But I'm going to show him what a real thing looks like when he gets finished. That back, get back, get back, get back, get back, get back. I walk on the stage. First joke, bam, applause break. Second, applause break, applause break, applause break. Standing ovation, applause break, applause break. Standing ovation, applause break, standing ovation. That's what the 20 minutes was like. All right, folks, that's my time. Yeah. I got to go. No, more, 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 more. And as I'm on stage eviscerating this place, I'm looking at the guy and he has this look of horror on his face. Uh, I see him talking to the manager, motioning as if he wants, you know, he, he has something to do. Maybe he'll give that guy a guest spot. I see him trying to give somebody a guest spot to put somebody between me and him on the show. Oh, but the show is booked too tight. Can't do that. You got to go on. He walks on stage and it's kind of weird because, like I said, the guy kind of looked like me and they go on stage and I and they're like, well, you know, all right, we'll see what this guy does. And he is so frazzled by what he just saw. He just knew he was winning. And um, I'm not going to say how his set went because it. I'll, I'll give you a hint. It rhymes with momming. Okay, I'll just say it. Bombing. He bombed his nuts off. At the time when he was being condescending, I thought I was losing. But what was actually happening was he was actually motivating me to teach this bastard a lesson. At the time he was winning, he thought he was winning, but he was actually losing because he was just creating a monster that was going to go on in front of him for 14 shows. <laughs> and and I, I am not one of those people that wants people to bomb their asses off. I don't like that. I'm not that type of person. But I made an exception in that one case. He just knew he was winning. Let me teach this punk kid who the best is. That but you get, but they bad, but they get. Didn't work out that way, did it, sucker? Probably the longest fourteen show stretch of that guy's life. And I wasn't trying to do that to him on purpose. I just feel if I go on stage, I'm gonna do my thing, I, and I want everybody else to do well. But I'm gonna do my thing when I'm up there. I'm not. I'm not paying attention to who goes on before me, and I'm not paying attention to who goes on after me. You got to be very, very careful. Sometimes when you think you're winning, you might actually be losing. And sometimes when you're losing, you might actually be winning. Just pay attention to what's going on around you because it might not be exactly what you think it is. And also, don't piss me off. Understand? <laughs> okay, I'm kidding about that part. <laughs> no, I'm not. Yeah. Well, folks, just want to say thank you very much for having me in your ear holes. Thank you very much for having me in your car, wherever the hell you're listening to me. I am back, my friends. We're going to have a good time here. I will be back. Uh, as of right now, we, I will be dropping these episodes uh, on Mondays or, or like extremely late Sundays into Mondays is when these episodes will be coming out. 
And uh, I just want to thank you guys. You know, it's really good to, to find out that people missed the sound of my goofy ass voice. And uh, it's, it's nice to know that people are looking forward to me coming back. But before I go, just remember uh, to subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening to it. Okay, make sure that you, if you have friends that you think would listen to this crap and dig this crap, tell them about this crap. And I would appreciate that crap, okay? Much love to you all. I will see you later. You wonderful, wonderful people. Okay. All right, the microphone's off. Yeah, I knew those losers were going to come back. You understand what I'm saying? They can't live without my greatness. Yeah. You understand? And I'll be honest with you, if they even thought about not coming back and listening to this podcast, I don't care what country they were in. I would fly to them and whoop their punk asses. You understand? Every last time this is it was still recording. Damn. Uh, everybody. Hey, guys. Uh, obviously, that was a, <clears throat> a little add on piece of levity to add to the to the to the, to the podcast. I, I've meant none of that. You know, <laughs> it obviously was a joke. <laughs> Okay, I'll, I'll see you guys next time. Okay, you be sure you're done. You sure the recorder's off? Good. What a bunch of chumps! Every last one of them stinks. You understand what I'm saying? I I don't know how someone with my double greatness puts up with the. You're still recording. Damn. Um, and of course, that was also a comedy sketch. <laughs> I'm gonna turn the recorder off myself because you're gonna get me beat up. There's a whole bunch of them out there. They might kick my ass. Uh, even though there was no there'd be no reason to kick my ass because i was obviously just kidding <laughs> i'll see you next time